Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Real Life. I'm Lisa, and today we are going to be talking about am I selfish or self-caring? Is there a fine line between the two? This podcast is not intended to replace therapy, counseling, or seeing a psychiatrist. All information is researched and opinions are my own. I am a mental health registered nurse and professional content developer. So let's delve into this. Uh, Many people have asked themselves, am I selfish or self-caring? Have you been called selfish or are you afraid of being deemed selfish? Even in these times of empowerment, there are still many of us who feel that looking after our own needs is selfish. Maybe we have been told that we are selfish if we put our own needs ahead of those of others. Or maybe we have not been told directly, but the passive-aggressive sighs and eye rolls of those who claim to love us say it all. The truth is that unless we live our life like our life belongs to us, it's just a question of time before we begin to resent our life, our our work, our spouse, and our colleagues. If the pure expression of who we are does not get airtime, it will eventually express itself in a demanding or even aggressive ways simply because it has been feeling left out and suffocating for such a long period of time. Many say, yes, but being selfish is not healthy either. My response is, yes, it's true that being only selfish and self-serving is not healthy. It's good to remember that we are not talking about selfishness here. Really, when I talk about giving your pure expression a voice, I talk about self-care. After all, if you live your life as If it belongs to others, to your work, your spouse, humankind in general. In other words, if you live your life so as to only serve others and the world, you lose the fire inside of you that keeps you doing that purposeful service for others. Try driving a car without gas in it. It won't go anywhere until you fill it up, right? And what fills up the gas that feeds the fire in our belly? Self-care and free expression of who you truly are. If you are a chronic people pleaser, as in if you spend most of your waking hours taking care of others' needs and wants and not your own, then you've come to the right place. First of all, Try being completely self-focused and self-caring 10 minutes every day. If that means that you have to go away somewhere and be alone, then do that. Next, in that time, tune into your body and ask it these two questions. How am I feeling right now? And what do I need right now? If you get some answers move on to the next 
thing I'll tell you about. If not, think back when you were a child. What did you love doing? Once you get an answer, move on to what I'm going to tell you next. Do what your body tells you to do. If it tells you to get drunk or eat a bunch of sugary or greasy treats, then what you actually need is rest without interruption. If you are intending to do something you loved doing as a child, and it's something that takes a significant amount of time, then even just initially daydreaming about the activity for 10 minutes can be your first step. For those of you who are not chronic helpers, but are still challenged by finding time for yourself, try this. First, find yourself a hobby or an area of study that you really enjoy. Next, implement the hobby or the area of study into your life in a systematic way. It could be once a day, once a week, or a monthly activity, depending on the intensity of the activity and the time it requires. Continue with the activity for at least three months regularly before moving on to the next thing I'm going to discuss, which is find the essence of the activity. In other words, the meaning for you. What does the activity mean to you? Is it feeling good? Is it a sense of freedom? Maybe it makes you feel achieved. So identify the essence that goes with the activity. Something that I'm going to throw out there as an option is find other activities that have the same essence and implement them into your life. For instance, let me explain. I love dogs, specifically pugs and Great Danes. And what I do is have these animals. I get great pleasure from taking care of these animals, uh, starting a YouTube channel, and also taking them to the canine good citizen course that is as far as the essence that i have the love of dogs and the same essence is creating a youtube channel taking these precious animals to become canine good citizens And then becoming therapy dogs. So I've got that same essence and I am implementing them into my life. So it's important to know if you don't have time to implement new activities, find a way to implement more of the essence in your existing life. Let's just say that you found exercise as an activity that gives you a sense of freedom. 
The movement makes you feel good about yourself and the flexible body feels very freeing, but you still have kids to take care of in a job that you don't really like because it forces you to sit down hours on end. Are there times with your kids that you could make all about exercise? Kids, especially young ones, are almost always up for active things to do. At work, could you suggest a standing desk to your boss? Could you have walking meetings with your team? Could you even run a movement initiative as a team building exercise? These are all things that others have implemented before. And the way to sell it to your boss is by sharing studies that show increased productivity with workers who move more. Is this giving you some ideas about how you could honor that innermost part of you that is not getting enough airtime right now? Don't fall into the perfectionistic trap of trying to change everything at once and then criticizing yourself for not being able to do something that is unsustainable. People need to change gradually. Change takes time. Let's start with small steps of 10 minutes at a time. It's important to recognize that what actually allows us to get to know ourselves better is a sense of wonder that keeps us engaged with the current moment. Stress is actually us thinking about the mistakes and misfortunes of the past or worrying about the future. If you learn to stay present with an activity that you love to do, then your stress levels begin to drop and you'll start discovering what a purposeful life looks like to you. Your life is meant to belong to you. It's not meant to belong to anyone else. Without this ownership of of life, we might be deprived from the light that shines inside us without us claiming our life Our inner genius may never be discovered. And if you ask me, this is the greatest tragedy of all. Don't waste your life pretending to be someone else. You you were no accident. The world needs you as you. Now, let's get moving by supporting you. This is real life. I'm Lisa. Get moving and stay well.